What's good, everybody? This is 99 Miles Per Hour uh, with your host, me, Percy Garner. And we have a special guest today, uh, but we'll get to him in a second. Uh, first, I want to start off with our wonderful, beautiful, healthy sponsor, Your Pizza. Uh, I mention this every week, but they are in New Philly. Um, that's the only thing we hold against them. But uh, no, great food, great subs, great chicken, pizza, of course, and everyone's favorite salads. Uh, but well, they are the finest pizza we know anywhere. Uh, and I'll put that up against, you know, my alma mater pizza. Uh, what is it? I don't, I don't like to say their name because their owner said some bad things. Uh, Papa John's. Papa John's. Your pizza is, is top in Papa John's. Um, and one of these episodes I'm going to be eating, too. So you guys wait for that. I keep mentioning that every week. Um, but uh, I also appreciate everybody doing the five-star ratings on iTunes. Keep it up. Um, it'll help us, you know, get out to more people, and that's what we want to do. We don't want to stay local to Tuscarawas County. You know, we love you guys. Uh, we want to, you know, spread our branches wide. Um, also, uh, make sure you're tuning in to other podcasts on the Get Level Podcast Network. Uh, plenty of podcasts. I feel like you get a new one every day. Uh, but today, just make sure you check out the Big Brothers Big Sister podcast. Obviously, we all are familiar with that organization and what they do for kids. Um, you know, everyone needs a mentorship now, especially those hoodlums today. No, I'm just <laughs> but uh, before, uh, without further ado, I want to get to the guests because, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like the guests are getting impatient because I have a long intro. Actually, before we do that, if you guys ever need any medical assistance, call Rainbow Connection, 330-343-8686. That is where I am the executive director now, and uh, we want to help out in the community as much as we can. All right. Without further ado, let's introduce our guest. So today we have someone who uh, coached one of my teammates uh, from Dover in basketball at Notre Dame College. Um, he also is currently the general manager at Plain Values. And uh, I made a visit there. Office is beautiful. People are great. Um, it's got a great staff. And, you know, I love low marketing material and some cameras. They got all that gear there. So I was in heaven. Um, and he also has his own podcast, which you need to check out. Links will be in description or on the screen somewhere. Um, it, it's the good stuff. It, that's all it is. That's all you need to know is it's good stuff. Listen to it, soak it up like a sponge. And, uh, that's why I'm having him here because I want him to share some of the stuff he's been sharing on his, uh, on his own channel on YouTube. So without further ado, Kevin Billy, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> how are you doing? man? I'm great, man. It's good. It's good to be here. Appreciate you having me. I look forward to spending some time together. Well, um, I know we have a little bit of a, you know, production here where if I mess up, we can correct it. But you, on the other hand, you do your podcast, you know, you're kind of just, you know, I was on there and it's, it's pressure time, you know, and he's not, he's not a minor like me, you know, he's, he's, is a big deal and he doesn't mess up and he doesn't get edits, but luckily I got Josh here. <laughs> so, uh, but no, but, uh, I'm really happy to have you on here after being on your show and actually seeing you speak. Um, it kind of just happened so fast. I saw you speak and I was like, I got to go meet this dude. I rushed up. I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm Percy. Right. I want to meet you. And then we started talking and next thing you know, we got a lot of common. You, we start throwing names out there and here we are. Um, but I mean, just the way you handle yourself, man, it's, it's very, as soon as I like the way you schedule everything, I was like, Josh, we gotta, we gotta like pick this guy's brain. We got to do everything that they're doing because you're, you're very, schedule oriented you do everything by like what you say you're going to do so um 
But, you know, people didn't come here to listen to me talk. So <laughs> I just want to ask you, like, currently what's going on with you, man? Like the family, you know, that plain values, like what you got going on? Yeah, everything's great. Thanks. I mean, we're blessed right now. Very healthy. Uh, beautiful wife at home. Um, been married now uh, 15 years. Mm. Um, I'm good at math, so I hope I didn't, I hope I didn't <laughs> screw that up. No, 15 years. We have three wonderful sons, 13, 11, and 5. And nice. uh, so as we were talking about beforehand, that's why I always look tired and why I'm losing my hair. But it's uh, it's good. It's real good. It's it's as you know, it's it's the most rewarding thing, but probably the most challenging thing that that I've ever done. And so, you know, always trying to figure out what the best way is to do things there. And um, yeah, I've been with Plain Values now, which is a small company that I don't know if many people know about in Winesburg, Ohio sitting on the corner there in that beautiful building right and for you know when we came back to this area as you mentioned we were up in Notre Dame 10 years as the head coach there mm-hmm. um hired at 25 years old and thought I knew everything and knew nothing <laughs> but man it was I, I'd almost wish I could just I sent out a text over uh, Thanksgiving to a lot of the former players you know because you look back on things not to get distracted, but it's, it's, um, you're so thankful and appreciative for that opportunity. You wish you could go back and they get the newer version of you. Right. Um, but Eric <laughs> Dumermuth was just one of the, the many kids that, that I had the the fortune to coach. I mean, what a great kid, not a kid, but you know, I mean, and, and, and just what a, what a great family and so rooted mm-hmm. in the right things. You know, I, I don't know that, um, they, they really, they really, I think took to the, the dedication and the time that we spent with them as a family and, and really valued that throughout the recruiting process. So he, he's the type of player that makes you look a lot better as a coach. But, um, yeah, so playing values has been great, though, now that I'm out of the coaching world. It's kind of the same thing, but it's just a different hat, if you will, and more of a business aspect, of course. But we have the opportunity to, uh, you know, 300,000 people read a monthly magazine from us, um, which I'm, I'm lucky enough now to write a column in there, good stuff, which has hey. been which has been cool. And, and now we've started a uh, – a nonprofit within that room to bloom that is impacting, you know, right now, for example, 33 kids living in a landfill in Cambodia, you know, that our readers are just pouring in money towards. And, and a lot of that is on the heart of our owner, Marlon, his wife, Lisa, who have adopted four kids, the oldest with autism and three with down syndrome. So uh, what an unbelievable calling. Um, what an unbelievable group of people of you, as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. to be a part of that culture every single day and to contribute to that. It, it definitely doesn't feel like a job. So yeah, we're, we're very, very lucky and happy to be where we're at. That's what's up. And, and the welcome you guys gave me when I came in there, I, I was just thinking the whole time about the pizza across the street, but the way, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw me through your window running across the street, trying not to get hit by any trucks going through, but I saw that sign pizza. I went in there and it, it was amazing. But the welcome you guys gave me, you know, it gave me a book. I was like, man, this is it just, it made me feel like, wow, like I, I was meant to come here today. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, I, I think people talk about culture all the time. It's a buzzword. And I think they have statements up on the wall and posters and, and we do. I mean, we, we have a statement as soon as you walk in there and our values are rise and that R is relationships. And I, I think that's everything to us. That's just not something we put up on the wall. I think it's genuine. And I think we, we deeply care for whether it's you visiting whether it's a reader, whether it's a client, um, and probably more importantly, whether it's internal, you know, we, we really, we really foster those relationships with a great deal of conviction day in and day out, you know, not, I know it's coach talk maybe, but yesterday's over. We can't do anything about it. Don't control tomorrow, but let's, let's just really hone in on today 
and and what are you doing you know to make the culture better starting with those relationships you know and then you're doing it with integrity you're doing it you know you're serving and, and it's just a standard of excellence and so um it's it's not something i think that's talked about more so than it's acted out and and, and it's preached upon all the time so that's important i mean it sticks out um i know a lot of like I'm aware of a lot of companies, uh, people who, you know, say they live by a certain thing, but then to see it in action. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, your example, uh, Plain Values example. I um, There's a, a, a insurance company up in Wadsworth that my sister-in-law works at. It is just to see it in action and actually be a real thing where they consciously, consciously think about it. And it's not just something, hey, you know, we live by these laws. This is what it is. Right. Yeah, it's it's. It's very rewarding, and I like I wasn't bringing you guys a check or doing anything. I just was there to talk to people, and it was just it was remarkable, man. I the people I met in there was great, and I could probably have spent four hours in there, but obviously you guys had to get some work done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's awesome. And I, I obviously in my new position, you know, I wanted to kind of pick your brain uh, a little bit on that, and we can do some off camera too. Uh, but just because that's what I want to do with the Rainbow Connection is just kind of get it. Uh, it's obviously an organization that's deep rooted in, in Tuscarawas County from 1950, but uh, you obviously the technology today and you know all the social media. It's a different, it's a different beast. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the person I'm replacing, Carmel, she's just great at relationships, like you talked about, going out, meeting you face to face. But obviously, she didn't grow up with an uh, iPhone in her hand. Yeah. So um, I want to obviously continue what she's doing and kind of expand on that part. Um, and that's what I admire about you. You're in my head, I want to, okay, I made a podcast. I want to post a Twitter, share what I'm doing, you know, give the person I'm interviewing some love and do all that. But then I kind of just like, oh, you know, whatever. Right. And then you like, boom, you got a schedule. And I just feel like uh, that's what I want to be at. But just talk about like how, why that's important. I'm pretty sure that's one of the things you guys talk about and, and handle at Plain Values. But just talk about why that's important in today, especially. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I think for me, it's a daily discipline. And it, and, and that is me saying I'm going to do something and doing what I say I'm going to do and following through on that. Follow through to me. I just have a great deal of intentionality with it um, and conviction, if you will. And And I think... You know, my wife was even joking to my kids the other day. I, I just have a high level of intensity, Percy. I mean, I know that turns some people off, but, you know, she was even telling our boys in the car on the way home, like, your, your dad's even intense when he brushes his teeth, you know, like, it, but it's a, it's a standard, right? I mean, it's just a standard of excellence, once again, that how you do anything is how you do everything. And so I just want to, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, making those things up, I, I, but I think it's just how I'm internally wired. Um, the organization and structure comes from my mother. And then I think once again, that discipline work habits, you know, from her, but also my dad, that was just, that was just something that was engraved in me at a young age. And I guess I, I begin to appreciate it the older I get, because I now know that I'm in control of those things. Mm-hmm. I think I understood that to a certain degree before. And that passion came within the, the world of athletics as a player, uh, which I'm sure you can relate to. And as a coach, but now to me, it's centering on you know, habits, you know, what, what are, and, and we live, like you just mentioned that iPhone, we live in a world that we can have accessibility to what made the most successful people, the most successful and how you define that and how I define that could be different, but I I can figure that out to how that caters to my life. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, first and foremost, my, first and foremost, my relationship with God, my relationship with my wife, my relationship, you know, as, as a husband, 
uh, or excuse me, a father, and, and then where my role is at, at work, and of course then friends and so on and so forth. So I can I can discover those things by just spending the time, you know, to find out what that is. And so when I see high level people doing that, or I'm talking to people like that through the the Good Stuff with Kevin podcast. You know, I'm trying to incorporate those things in my life. You know, why wouldn't I? You know, I, I guess it, it, it's just what's hard then is are you able to do it day in and day out, right? You knew that as an athlete. I, I try to tell my, my kids this. I love basketball, still do. But at times the process could get boring mm-hmm. and it's real easy to work out on the days that you feel like it. But are you able to do that on the days you don't feel like it? Are you able to do that when when it is boring? Can you can you hug boring? You know, can you embrace adversity? Can you know, like I love being out of my comfort zone. You know, I, I love dealing with adversity. I love people telling me I can't do something. Um, you know, I, I thrive off of that. So, um, going back to your original question, not to get long winded, I just, I really feel like people, and we're seeing that now with what we're going through, people struggle to sustain. I don't mean this in a, in an arrogant or pompous way, but I think we all understand how to be successful, but how do you stay successful? You know, and how do you try to be the best version of yourself? You know, realizing that you'll never arrive with that. I, th- I think that's key. Wow. Um, for me, just hearing those words, because I, I, I'll start something. I get really excited. Mm-hmm. Like, I have this program on my, well, it's everywhere, phone, tablet, computer. It's called Notion, and it basically has my whole life in here. I have this this new thing that I was trying to do is, is a habit tracker, and I want to change my habits. So the way you do that, you know, is just track them. So, I'm, okay, I want to pray. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, uh, work out. And I want to complete all my three, my three to five tasks for that day. And then I want to read something. It's got to be an article, a book or something, maybe something on a website. It's, it's got to be something. I don't count reading with my son because we'll get to that in yeah. a second. But uh, it's got to be some of those things. And I check mark it and it has a percentage at the end of the day. I like four because it's easy, 25, 50, 75, 100%. And uh, once I get those and it just becomes natural, then I can add something in and Literally, I was doing, I have the dates on it. I was doing it so well, you know, November 2nd then to, to December 1st. And usually they say, what, 21 days? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I haven't done it, done it since December 1st. It's got to be, it, it takes a little, it takes more than, you know, what you think. You get excited. You're all up on that, that right. high. Sort of like when I first gave my life to God as a, as a conscious decision as an adult, you're like, Nothing can stop me. I'm not listening to any secular music. You know, everything's God. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm, you're on this mountain top, and you're just like, I'm there. And then it's it, it real, realism sets in, and reality sets in, and you're like, okay, you know, today it's not like, yeah, you know, God, you know, you still want to talk to him all day, and you still want to pray about things. But then you go back to some things that, some of the old bad habits, and, and that's when being able to sustain and, and push through the adversity it it really gets tough but obviously i want to encourage people you know not to give up like i I, obviously i'm aware of what what was going on and i want to change it but one of the things that i picked up uh, when i was at the conference and you were speaking was the and what we're talking about and just a forewarning you know pick your battles with this (laughs) it's three it's three words and you need to ask a loved one um, and I think me and Kevin agree. You ask your kids because the answer is going to be simple. <laughs> but it's it's things that you want me to keep doing, stop doing, and start doing. Not necessarily in that order. And when I heard that, like I just 
was just and fixated fixated on that and i was like i had to do that so something you said that you i don't know if you were like oh this is a huge thing but something little that like that i was just like oh i'm taking that home and doing that Mm -hmm. with my son immediately so just like just touch on that like what where'd you get that from and and how did you incorporate that into your life and how important is that to you yeah it's it's a great exercise i i don't recall where i heard that first um I, I really don't. I wish I could give credit to the source because it's not my own. But I think it's something that, um, like you said, it can go in any order. You know, I, I kind of switch it up even sometimes, but I, I do it with our two oldest. And even though I, I told you not to do it, I have done it with my wife before. <laughs> but uh, if you want the, the truth tellers in your life. But, but I think it goes back to what you were just saying, right? I mean, life is hard. You know, I know where we go to church, they'll always say that, you know, everybody has a story and everybody has a struggle. And I think in my walk, I now have a great appreciation for both of those things, you know, and I'm not here to condemn or to judge, but I think you need truth tellers in your life. You know, I I think you, you know, it's difficult to do those things day in and day out. So with me, I've got a circle and I've got an accountability partner that knows everything and anything about me. Mm -hmm. And that's a game changer. You know, I went in a radical mentoring group three years ago with five guys that I didn't know you know, that I'm really close with now, you know, and I, I think if you can go through something like that, but, but in order to do that, you got to get yourself right with knowing that it's okay to be vulnerable. You know, like I have a lot more respect for people that are vulnerable and share those things. I think, I think I would assume, you know, when you're a part of a team and kind of have a dynamic personality like you and I, we're a lot easier to, tr- you know, we're going to trust, you know, once you get in, it's, it's a big thing. Don't lose it. But we're probably quicker when it comes to that area. But at the same time, you know, some people struggle with that. And so I, w- I would just encourage people, you know, just if you want to do certain things in your life, it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be, there's going to be a struggle. You're going to fail. It, it's okay. You know, like, but at the same time, I think a lot of people, Percy, don't celebrate the small wins. You know, that's where you, you know, man, am I being too cocky? Am I being too arrogant? Am I being too, you know, confident? Where, where's the balance and all that? But I think you got to celebrate wins. And I think you can't beat yourself up over the failures. I think you, man, it, how would we be where we're at today if it wasn't for failures? You know, I know that I've gone through a lot of things personally in my life the last couple of years. It's hard, but man, like resiliency to me is everything. I have the utmost respect for people that, you know, you get knocked down. I know when I was younger, I just kept getting back up and run to the wall. Now I stay down <laughs> a little bit and it's like, okay, what am I trying to learn here? You know, what does God have in this for me? And then when I get back, man, there's a door handle there and I walk through instead of, you know, so I think that's important when it comes to that. So doing exercises like that, I even do what's called a wilt list. I got this from Kevin Eastman of the Celtics dozens of years ago. It's called what I learned today. You know, so I I try to, like you said, I I try to do certain things in my morning all the time. I'm reading that start, stop doing exercise or keep doing, man, I'm doing that once a month. If I came with my kids to just check in, um, and then the wilt list, you know, you're trying to do that daily too. Um, gratitude exercises, there's all kinds of things out there. And the other thing is you gotta, I don't know about you, but like I struggle, like I got 15 articles open at once, actually like 400 <laughs> on my phone, but like, you know, pick and choose, you know, and, and don't, it's the old antics, just eat that elephant one bite at a time, you know, just start with that one habit for 30 days, you know, and then maybe incorporate another one. And, um, go into it. I think knowing that there's going to be failure, don't accept it. Don't, don't be uh, satisfied with it. Um, but, but have that circle of people or those one or two people in your life that, that can tell you the truth that can hold you accountable, you know, and, and, and hopefully you can do that likewise with somebody else in your life too. Yeah. I mean, we, me and uh, Micah, 
who I had talked about before with you, we brought that up and, you know, I don't think it's really showing love to someone if you don't tell them the truth. Obviously, there's different ones, you know, like, hey, you know, baby, you do look good in that dress. Not that she <laughs> never does look good, but you know what I mean? It's just an example, guys. <laughs> um, for me, that that is huge. And another thing, like with my son, he gets so frustrated when he fails or he thinks the world's going to end that I'm going to be mad at him. And I'm like, look. Like I'll I announce when I'm wrong Just so he knows Okay you know Everybody messes up But he gets so frustrated And I think that's That's an issue that A lot of us have Where we Concentrate And we do beat ourselves up On the failures And one of my favorite Like lyrics in a song Is I'm not sure if you're familiar with him His name is Andy Minio So he's uh, he's We'll label him a Christian rapper Or a rapper who is Christian He says in one of his songs And I share this with my wife because I want the accountability partner. I have one of my, a guy I got, I played be, uh, professional baseball with in 2011. We got so close over, you know, our, just our spirituality. And I, I met him in 2011. I was in his wedding in 2012. And he's from Miami. He's Cuban. Never even yeah. seen him in my life. And we just clicked. And we literally, there's no BSing. That's great. He calls me. He's like, you know, how's your walk been? Like, what are you doing? You know, you taking your wife out on a date. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, right. and I got to answer these questions because he right. knows, you know. Um, but on the same token, having those people in your life, you have to know that it's coming from a great place. They're mm-hmm. not trying to, you can't get defensive. And I do it with my wife. Yeah, for sure. Again. Yeah. But um, uh, it's definitely important to have those people in your life. Um, when, as a, as a coach, because I know it's it's a different type of dynamic uh, of trusting, uh, you know, because it's not really a teammate. You're you're supposed to be a mentor, a teacher to the players. But there's a there's a a level of trust, you know, in, in the coach player relationship. Can you just touch on that a dab? I just it, it just popped in my head right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's probably you know some of the things that you just talked about. Now that we we just have such a disconnect. I think as individuals from you know when I was born in my generation to yours to where it is now, right? I mean the parenting thing. Not to get off the coaching thing, but the parenting thing. It's hard. I've def- I've never made a decision like ahead of time, and I don't know till it's over till it was right or wrong. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh man, I totally screwed that up. Or, yeah. So I I think it's I think are you willing to are you willing to adapt and learn? You know, and I I think going to your question about a coach. I always loved and cared for our guys, but I don't know that they maybe necessarily knew it. I, I loved and cared for them by pouring into, you know, watching umpteen hours of film or putting something together for them the next day. But, Mary, you know, maybe where I hit was the next day, man, Percy, let's come in. I put this three-minute film for you together, and I spent all this time on it, and I wanted you to, to be thankful and appreciative of that. And all you wanted to do was talk about the F that you got on your, your last exam or your girlfriend that you broke up with. And I just, you know, I just didn't hit it and when it came to that. I, 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 was, I, was, I was off base. And, and so I, I think that is something that I would encourage any leader, you know, a coach especially, but any leader. I think that old antich, everybody says this, but I don't think they maybe live it out. It's, it's that they don't know. You know, they don't care what you know until they know what you care, right? We've all heard it, but there's a reason why we keep hearing it because it's so valid. And so I think if you want to get 
you know, if, if you want to get to a certain level with your player, with your employee, whatever it is, look at the relationships in your life that you're firing on all cylinders. And that comes back to what? A lot of it is love, it's trust, it's respect. I mean, that that is the core or the, or the foundation of where it's at. And and I think if you can, you know, everybody buying, buying, buying. Like we had a guy a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. I love what he said. It's hard to buy in unless you don't believe in. And in order to believe in somebody you know, it, it takes time, mm-hmm. you know, it takes time to build that trust and, and it takes a second to, to lose it. Right. And so I think that's why it's such an integral part of, of a relationship, a coach player relationship, or whether it's boss employee, whatever it might be. But um, if, if people aren't focusing on that, you know, I think employees, like we talked about our culture earlier, I think they can see right through those things. And that doesn't make people really want to stay there or, or just kind of continue to do what you're asking them to do in terms of the vision, mission, and values every day. Yeah. I mean, over time, people, they know you, even though you don't right. just like what I want to get to in a little bit too about the blind spots. But before we get into there, um, and that, was that you or Bruce? Because I feel like now I'm Bruce, starting to, I'm Bruce starting to put words, words in yeah, your mouth. Right. No, but Bruce is more the blind spots. <laughs> okay. But, but okay. I have plenty. So. <laughs> okay. uh, but what I want to talk about is off of that, the, the player coach thing with, you know, you showing your love for the player and putting in all these hours. But that goes back, and a lot of people only think about it with their wives or their kids, and that's the love language. Mm-hmm. Some people might love that. Yeah, my coach is, you know, putting right. in time with me. But, you know, you putting in, watching film, making this, and thinking basketball, that might not be the love language. So everyone has a little different. So you have to kind of, you know, get out of your zone of, hey, this is how I liked. This is how I would love to be loved. But that's just not how everybody works. Um, but, you know, if you haven't read that book, I think it's very important. Um so to realize, and as a teacher and a coach, you have to know, and that's my, that's when I realized I couldn't be a teacher. You know, I could, yeah. I think I could still maybe coach a little bit, but not like in, in your capacity where you're the head coach. I might be able to like a helper on the side, yeah. but my patience is not where it needs to be when I'm trying to teach someone just because I'm thinking, okay, I'm telling, like I'm doing it. Why aren't you getting right. it? You know, with my son. And I think that's where the, well, and I think it's, it's also less of self. You have to remove yourself. Like you, at least myself I'll, I'll talk about here sometimes you would you would shape or direct these kids in the direction where you felt they needed to go but it's not about what i want them to be right it, it's 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 about what you know it's a trajectory line that god has them on and it's just my job to kind of help steer that and so i think you sometimes it's it's almost selfishness is breeded out of that that title or that role that you you you're not even realize you're engulfed in that while that's going on because I think it's real easy to get caught up in winning and losing, right? Yeah. And so you you lose focus on that. But I, I hope at least there's certain you know there's certain things, whether that's habits, practices, ways to go about things, that all the kids that I, that I've able to, been able to coach, that you impacted them in that in that way that they're using something in their life now, right? Because it's not a I would always tell them it's not a four year decision when you come here. This is a forty year decision. It's going to impact you forever. And sometimes. I'm okay with knowing that it was something that I did wrong or said wrong that might have impacted them. You know, I didn't have the greatest relationship with every player. Not every guy liked me. um, And and I didn't do a good enough job at times with them. And so maybe they learned what not to do. And so you you just never know when you're in that role, how you, you how you impact them. And so uh, you just, you just hope that you did your, your best and, and uh, you hope they extend you some grace too along the way. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that that is tough, but it's those little impacts. Like, I remember my math teacher, Tim Smith, I still have in my head the equation to remember some geometry. <laughs> and he told a little story about, you know, some woman hurting her foot, and she had to soak her toe. 
like her name was Queen Sokotoa. <laughs> and that's how I just remember a sine cosine tangent. But without going on a tangent, I just want to drop that in. Um, now that we we learned some stuff, you know, coaching and all that, but like, because I want to get to the the blind spots in your podcast and what inspired you to do that. But before we get into that, I want to just touch on a little bit like, so you've talked about, you know, your relationship with God and some spiritual um, some spiritual topics and stuff and details about your life, but there's something I don't really know. And I don't know how much you can share, but I know you touched on it a little bit when we were talking uh, and emailing back and forth, but you know, what, was there something, an event that made you get out of coaching to where you're at right now or? Yeah, for sure. So if, if you back up a little bit, when it comes to that context, I grew up Catholic, went to a Catholic school, uh, one through eight St. Clements in Navarre, uh, went to Kansas Central Catholic my freshman year. And then came back to Fairless. Uh, obviously, ended up going to Walsh Catholic School. Um, my my mom, oldest of eight. You know, we we were at church every Sunday. I was an older boy. Uh, the whole nine yards, right? I mean, we we'd go to the Outer Banks, and my grandparents were in a suit and tie, and and grandma in a dress, finding that church. So it, it was it was always something we did. Um, you know, then I got into. Um, I got into coaching, right? I, I, I had played in college. I played overseas, got into coaching, and then, boom, I'm into it full-time. Like I said, at 25 years old, you know, Aaron and I got married, talked about it, but it was never really a forefront or a, a focal point of our life. We didn't have time or, you know, we didn't we didn't fit it in there. Um, I think if you would have told me that I would have had to place somebody or something above my wife, I'd have told you you're crazy, you know, on the priority list, right? And so um, coming back to this area, um, you know, hired at Fairless as the AD and basketball coach. Uh, I think there was an expectation that I had of what that would be. And and, and when we came back, um, moving into the area of Winesburg, I, I knew of the area growing up 15 minutes away, but I didn't have any idea, you know, truly what it was. And I, and I think faith is something that is just, it's a, it's a big component in that community, right? And so, um, like a lot of other people have said, we ended up going out to New Point Community Church originally in Dover. You know, we now go to Millersburg because it's closer. And I was that guy that just sat there on that, that first talk that Dwight gave and just started looking around because I thought he was talking directly to me, right? I mean, you've heard that once yeah. you've heard it a thousand times. And and so something was going on there. Um, but I think if you just fast forward, there were some things personally. It was a struggle. No, nothing went kind of how I had hoped it would have gone or what I envisioned. And uh, ultimately, it just wasn't a fit. But along that that way, I mean, God was was doing something throughout that struggle. Um, and that relationship just continued to grow and grow and grow. Uh, I, had, I had a really close mentor who is that accountability partner now. That was a big part of my life, um, you know, and just being a part of that group and, and just seeing that happen, right? And uh, so... That started taking place in uh, December of 18. Uh, I think as we were going back and forth today, two years ago to the date, I, I scheduled my surgery for my neck. Um, I woke up in August of 18 just shooting pain. I mean, just like I haven't experienced before. Uh, and that wasn't going away. That was like an all day. I mean, it was like Percocet three times a day just to, mm. you know, sleep in the recliner. Um, but fast forward to, to that winter, uh, after getting like three shots, I had to get surgery. Um, and that was tough. I mean, that was, that was really tough to try to identify why that was going on. Um, and it was really tough because you, you know, your, your value or self-worth, you know, you're sitting in a recliner 
when you're trying to pour into others, uh, whether that's as a coach, whether that's as an athletic director, uh, and, and more importantly at home, you know, I, I just, I added no value as a, as a husband, uh, and as a father, my, my wife's a saint for marrying me to begin with. But then for that, you know, for that entire period of time, she's, she's on overload, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, it's a role that she can fulfill and not, not me if it was the other way around. Yeah. But during that time, you know, I, I think that really allowed me to connect again and really slow down and refocus on some things. Um, and so that's just been really important to me now moving forward. And I have no problem talking about it because uh, it, it happened for me through a personal struggle. And I think it's that that part of your story. It's part of that plan. Uh, as tough as that ending was at Fairless and what perception people might have of what that truly is. And that's fine because they can have that. It's it's allowed me just to stay aligned and focused on the right things, control what I can control, uh, forgive, work on forgiving a lot of people, you know, you know, work on continually praying for those enemies and people that, that I wouldn't generally do and have that perspective, not hold grudges. Um, and, and as tough as all, is it, all of it would be, I, w- I wouldn't trade any of it. You know, I, I, I wouldn't trade the, the negative headlines. I wouldn't trade the assumptions. I wouldn't trade the struggle. Um, you know, any of it that was engulfed within that, I, I think, has made me a better person and a better leader. And whether that's at home, whether that's at work, whether that's at church, whether that's, you know, with friends. And so I think that's all part of it. And I'm thankful for it. Yeah. I mean, that's tough. Uh, tough situation that not too many people would willingly walk into. But like you, you're hindsight at the time you probably weren't like yeah i love this this is great but then down the road you learn some things you're like i'm better for that right i'm not gonna i'm not gonna regret that so um i think that's good that you shared that um now i i mean when we talked about accountability partners we kind of touched on what blind spots are i don't i kind of want to just get into your podcast and what made you want to do that and and kind of skip skip over the blind spots because the accountability partners sort of like that you just need someone that's going to tell you you know, when you're messing up. <laughs> That's based on fine sparts are. Maybe we can go into that more if if I'm able to get Bruce on here. Help me yeah. get Bruce on here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just the Good Stuff Podcast. How'd you come up with it? What was your focus? Like what inspired you? Because I feel like 2020 is the year of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, so it was April of 19 when I was done then. And I kind of had off at least till August. And that extended due to those circumstances a little bit longer. So I was blessed not to have to worry about things, maybe from a financial perspective and so on and so forth. So I wasn't really in a hurry. I was just leaning more into, uh, you know, God for the first time in terms of what, you know, he wanted me to do next. Well, throughout all of that, I was like, man, I, I got to go away for a couple of days and have some fun. And so I, um, a former player, GA assistant, now best buddy, hopped on a plane with me. We headed up to Boston in October uh, of last year, uh, 19. And so uh, we, uh, we went to, uh, I, had, I had lined up to go to Celtics training camp for two days. I'd, I'd reached out to Coach Stevens. I'd just known him for a little while off and on. And just asked if I could, I just wanted to come in the gym, man. That's just, I love being in the gym. Uh, I reached out through, you know, through a couple other contacts. I went to Harvard and we went to Boston U. And and so we just spent a couple of days hanging out together, going in the gym. And when I was up there, this was after about three, I think, visits, two with the owner of Plain Values and one with their team, that that position was probably available to me. But I'm like, I'm not doing anything until I come back from Boston. But when I was up there, I'm thinking like, here I am. I'm sitting in the Celtics gym. And I didn't even like, and I, I say this, you know, with, with humility, 
it wasn't a big deal to me, just probably like it wasn't to you. It's almost like an expectation, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you scale back a little bit, it's like, man, I've been blessed to meet a lot of really cool people, you know, like what, what could we do to get, you know, their message out there? And so came home, didn't really think much of it, fire hose of information at the new job, COVID hits. Um, and I, I probably lack empathy, as my wife would tell you in general. I don't for this situation, of course. I mean, there's a lot of it. But I don't sit around at the same time and feel sorry for myself. You know, I want to make the most of any situation. And so it's like we got a great opportunity right now to get some of these people on Zoom, you know, mm-hmm. because there's availability there that, that hasn't been there before. So started off one week and had five people Monday through Friday, Friday lined up and, and I did the first two. And then next thing you know, I'm interacting with somebody who I've never thought on social media. Now he's three and I'm bumping back a best buddy. <laughs> and, you know, we did five the first week and I'm like, okay, I can't do this every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then two, and then it's, it's gotten to what I think is a pretty good system. Um, I guess what I would encourage people with Percy is you, just start, man. Like we had no website, we had no plan, we had no logo, we had no thumbnail, we had, and nobody's ever once called me and be like, man, your thumbnails stink or like you're, <laughs> you know, but like we, we let fear, yeah. uh, we let other people's opinions, uh, we let so many other things factor into that. And, 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 and sometimes I would say those are more assumptions than anything else. I would just tell you to go, you know, just start because there's, there's a lot to be said in that. And, and then, you know, then screw up, realize how you screwed up and, and, and make changes along the way. But I think if, if you're centered around the right things and you're pouring, trying to pour into other people through other people, right. And, um, and try to get them to be those things we talked about earlier, authentic, vulnerable, uh, and share a message. That's what's been really cool is because you can ask a lot of the same questions, but you get so many different answers mm-hmm. um, from some very solid people, I think. Yeah. And I've, I've had fun, you know, just listening to more and, and what, I didn't know you, what, three months ago <laughs> or whatever. Right. And now like me going to that conference and hearing you speak and I never would have been like, oh, you know, I, pr- I probably would have never found your, your podcast or For your sure. show. And hearing you speak, I'm like, gosh, this dude's, and I'm like, well, he should, he should probably do something like this. And then to find out when I come talk to you, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I got this. Yeah. And then watching it and then being on it, it's like, um, you don't realize there's so many people out there that probably that could do what, you know, this podcast or something like that and just share. Then they compare themselves. And that's with me. If you look at my personal YouTube channel, I made a video like eight years ago. <laughs> then three years after that, made another video. I was just was like comparing myself to all these successful people. And it hit me. Well, he kicked me in my butt too. But I saw a video from one of my favorite YouTubers that I've been watching for over a 10 years and I just forgot what his first videos look like mm-hmm. and he posted it and I saw it and I go wow right. that is awful and and I can go for anything I mean Carmel told me at Rainbow Connection she didn't know anything that she was doing when she got hired she was like so, sort of like me she was in the sales before and then got put in this position and then you just learn like there's nothing wrong with that yeah. so I think the the message you've shared is definitely and I kind of walked you, and I'm glad you answered some of the ones that I wanted. I was like, yeah, yeah that's exactly what I wanted to say because I, I wanted to share it, and I wanted to hear it the same way. I want them to hear it the same way I heard it when I heard you speak. Well, and I think, like, I, I have 
listen, man, I am all about like, I, I connect all the time and there, there's three people, but one guy's got, I think over 2 million downloads. Now he has a podcast that I had on good stuff. I called him one day for 45 minutes. A local guy does one. I met him for like an hour and I reached out to a, another lady and I, I asked all three of them at the end, I said, give me one thing that I shouldn't do. You've given me all this stuff that I should do. You've told me, should I use Anchor? And here's how I should do it. And this is great. This is, this is I want to learn. I want to grow. Whatever, whatever it was. But Percy, when I asked them what not to do, they all three answered the same way. And I thought it was going to be, you know, don't use this mic. Don't use yeah. this. And they all said, don't compare numbers. Don't get caught up in that, you know, and I thought that was so powerful. And, and I think all these things that you're talking about now, you know, whether it's us meeting, whether it's doing these things, they're, they're not coincidences, right? I mean, they're, they're aligned in a certain way. And, and so I think once that happens, you just, you just dive into them and, and you just kind of go right. And you, and, and, and we're blessed as a result of that now to have a relationship, you know, there's other going to be other relationships that come out of that. And I think that's important because then you're mm -hmm. connecting people uh, that are aligned, you know, whether or not they're just right on the outside of that circle, eventually make it in, like we were talking about, whatever yeah. it might be. I, I think at the end of the day, it, it's it's all one big thing, and that's that's really cool to me. And our next goal is to get Rajay on one. There you go. <laughs> one of the that's shows. Right. Um, but I mean, I appreciate you coming on. Is there anything else that you wanted to share that was on your mind that you're just like, yeah, I would love to just talk about this? Besides, because we're gonna have. You know, links to, you know, your, your channels and your social media and all that um, in the description. And if you want, Josh is all cool with the graphics and stuff. He could uh, put them somewhere on the screen. There you go. Um, but I, I'm, just, I'm excited to have you. And, you know, hopefully episode 100, we have you back and we talk about some different things or something. Like there you that. go. Yeah, there you go. No, I mean, I, I think to me, everything, it's a mentality, right? And just how you're approaching each day. I think that's really, really important. Um, and, and for me, you, you talked about this a little bit earlier. It's just, I got to start my day off a certain way and shut off that noise, you know, and just get centered. I think that is, that is so, so important. Um, and, and just, you know, look at these things, you know, for right now, like one of the things you had asked me about, like I have a void in my life. I, this is the first time I haven't coached in a long time. Uh, I don't miss the grind and the process right now because I really value that time with my wife, kids and some other things, but that's a challenge. And so I, I can sit around and not do anything or I can find out what that next thing is. You know, I, I went to lunch the last couple of weeks with two retired coaches and I picked their brain. Like, what are you doing now? What are you missing? How are you dealing with this? You know, how are you feeling that void? Um, so I, I told you earlier, like, I'm trying to be the best version of myself, never know when I'm going to arrive, but I don't know what that's going to be next. And, and so I'm just trying to learn from other people and, and grow along the way. I, I think that having a, having a thirst for that knowledge and then being able to process it all with the right mentality. Uh, I, I just, I think that's everything. I can't speak enough to that along with those, you know, those daily disciplines, those habits. I think that's exciting. If you guys think about what you just said. I don't know what I'm going to be, but I'm trying to be the best. That should be like the best person I could be is what it was saying. But I think that should be exciting in itself. Nothing should be monotonous, even though the, the people I listen to say master than monotonous and that's the boring that we talked about earlier. But I think it's exciting. You don't know in the, in the end goal. I mean, if we did, that'd be the life would be boring, but you don't know what you're going to be. But if you, if you have a, a, a vision of what you want to be and, you know, when you put your set your sights on stuff like that, you know, you're kind of your brain will get you where you need to go. But it's just funny when you get to I never thought I'd be doing a podcast, right. talking to Kevin Billy, working with Josh all in a church 
in this beauty like this is a church but you cannot tell this is a beautiful looking studio that josh just built him and his dad with their bare hands <laughs> but it's just it's crazy and all you can do is you know it just it's proof that there's some dude upstairs well and i, and I think the other thing that i get from that arena if you will is that there's just a level of peace there now you know what i mean and, and i'm not trying to satisfy other people or i'm not trying to to compare myself once again to everybody else i mean it, it, it truly i think if you can get to a level of peace where there is an audience of one and be okay with that and start from there um and then yeah i, I gotta knock it out of the park as, as a husband you know next and then you know as a as a parent I, you know i gotta have those priorities um, but it goes back to, I mean, Kobe Bryant to me or those guys, how they're just driven with a certain mentality, you know, I mean, it's just, I, I, I hate losing. I don't accept it. I'm, I'm a baby. I pout, but it's what drives me. You know what I mean? So there, there is a certain way I'm going to brush my teeth. There's a certain way I take out the trash. There's a certain way I tie my shoes. Yeah. It all matters. Um, and now I know that sounds crazy to some people, but that's just how I'm wired. And you know, you got to pick and choose those spots. Then I think when you're in those leadership roles, as you said earlier, Less about me, more about them, speak into them, know what their love language is, and, and I think that'll go a long way. Well, man, um, I hope, you know, somebody, I know I've learned some stuff, so I hope uh, you guys enjoyed this show. Um, I'm going to do an official outro. No, I'm joking. I never do official outros. I appreciate everybody, uh, you know, clicking this video, and uh, make sure you subscribe. This is YouTube. Um, I appreciate all the ratings you guys have given if you guys do leave a five-star rating, I will read it on the next show. Uh, make sure you check out Kevin's uh, Good Stuff podcast. Or what is it? Good Stuff with Kevin? Good Stuff with Kevin. Okay. It's on Facebook. It's on YouTube. Um, are you doing the just audio podcast yet, or is it all That's going to happen here hopefully in 2021. Okay. Uh, at Coach Billy, B-I-L-L-E, Twitter. A lot of okay. interaction on there. A little bit on LinkedIn as well. But, uh, yeah, all the videos you can go to Good Stuff with Kevin on YouTube. So I appreciate it, man. Oh, yeah, no problem. Got to share the wealth. And uh, – I just enjoy doing this. So if you want to make content, do not be afraid. Just do it. Who cares if it's with your phone, your iPhone 5 or whatever. Has a camera, record yourself. No excuses. Bye. you my